Families Rule podcast. This is health coach Heather, and you're listening to episode two of a three-part series called How to Win the Battle with Your Picky Eater. And we're going to jump right into it, but as you'll recall, last week we talked about tip number one, which was to educate your children, get out that anatomy book, and really teach them about the body and how food is affecting their brain their gut, and their overall health and well-being. So this is important. Don't skip over this tip. And now we're going to go right into the next tips I have for you. So ready to get on with it? I know that you want your families to be as healthy as possible because that's how I feel as a mom too. I really want to do my part to give my kids a chance at life and a really healthy one at that. So tip number two is we got to get rid of the junk food. If you get rid of the junk food, you're going to stop worrying about snacking. Now, I don't know about you, but the hungriest part of the day for my kids is right when they get off the bus and they run into the home, and that's about 4 o'clock for me. So if I can have some healthy snacks around for them as they're getting off the bus, this is the best because those snacks actually serve as their dinner as well. They don't eat as much in the nighttime when actually the nighttime's the best time not to overfill your stomach. It's trying to unwind and doesn't want to spend time digesting food. So it's good not to have a really heavy meal in the evening like we Americans are used to doing. So that's why I tell my clients who coach with me to go ahead and eat your meal, your largest meal in the middle of the day between 11 and 2 p.m. And this is when your digestive fire's burning at its hottest, so you'll burn that right up and you'll feel really good and have energy to keep going throughout the day. Now, this tip number two, get rid of the junk food, it's a really great tip um, to do. So let me kind of walk you through that. And what a healthy after-school snack board might look like. And if you can get good at this, I promise you'll, you'll have a lot more success with getting your picky eater to eat a variety of different foods. But if your family's anything like mine was um, when I was growing up, you probably have things like cereal, fruit snacks, um, Pop-Tarts lying around, or something quick that the kids can throw together, some ramen noodles, some mac and cheese. If we can get away from the boxed and packaged foods and start eating real whole foods, that's when your child's palate will start to change and then they'll start wanting to have real whole foods. But it does take time to get them there and they may not eat these healthy snacks for a while. So usually some spreads that I have are apples and pretzels, maybe some cashews or pistachios, some oranges sliced up and some blueberries and blackberries. I might even have some dark chocolate that's melted, some really good dark chocolate, maybe 75% or higher, that's melted for them to dip those pretzels in, for them to dip those apples in. Other things you can consider serving up are maybe some nitrate-free or organic um, meats and some sliced cheeses. Some olives are a great idea. Maybe some dried fruits you want to put on there, some sliced up banana, sweet bell peppers, some avocado, some carrots, some dates. These are just a few ideas, and I always try to find some kind of protein, some kind of healthy fat like an avocado and some kind of healthier snack like a trail mix um, or some nuts and seeds to put on there. And when I have a variety of maybe seven or eight things on that board, the kids get to pick and choose from those things. And whatever they don't eat, I put into plastic baggies and I either send it 
to them for school lunch the next day or we serve it on the the board maybe the next day or another day if it stays fresh and good all right so that's what i do you can go on pinterest and you can follow lots of um not Pinterest and Instagram, really, but a good Instagrammer is it's Weelicious, W-E-E-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. That's Weelicious. And she creates these amazing, gorgeous, beautiful snap boards that are packed full of really healthy, yummy foods that your children are sure to find something on those snack boards that they'll be able to eat. Even some freeze-dried fruits would be awesome. Now, if you're a working mom or possibly your kids go to an after-school program because you're not around, it's it's good to plan ahead. So think about the snacks that you can have inside of your cupboard. I have a basket inside of my pantry that is labeled kids snacks that they can pull from. They know it's their basket. And inside that basket, they're gonna find some some non-perishable foods like the trail mixes, like some popcorn, maybe some of those applesauce pouches or those mama chia pouches. Also, I like to include things like um, pistachios and cashews in there. Uh, and now if we're talking about perishable things, we can go to the fridge and we can, we can keep some celery in there and some peanut butter in the pantry so they can make some celery and peanut butter. I also like to have hummus in the fridge and some baby carrots, and they can be dipping their, their celery and carrots in hummus. These are some of the things that I like to keep around in my in my fridge and in my pantry for my kids. And it does get mixed up quite a bit. So if you want a free snack board PDF, I'm going to include that link in the show notes so you can go grab that free PDF. And I also have um, a free picky eaters guide that has nine tips on there for picky eaters and I want you to pick that up as well. So those will both be really great things for you to get is the snack board and the picky eaters guide. So that's what you can do is just make sure you have something in your cupboard that is labeled for your kids, their own little tray for them to pull out and have some snacks that they can grab and eat and you won't feel terrible about it because they're healthier snacks. Now, if your kids are going to an after-school program, you're gonna have to think ahead and pack some of these snacks ahead of time in in a separate bag from their lunch so that they know that those are their after-school snacks. And we do love string cheeses, we do that too. You'll see in that Snack Boards PDF, that free one that you can click on and get, uh, there's seven pages of snack boards, beautiful snack boards that I put together for my own kids and created, and you can see those right there. So you can get an idea, as, as, as well as a list of snacks that you can stock your pantry with. And from there, you can make lists of what your kids liked, what they didn't. And remember, kids need to try foods about 20 times before they actually take a liking to it so if they don't like broccoli at first maybe we try to prepare that broccoli in different ways and cook it up in different dishes and they start to develop a taste for it so that when you do serve it plain or cooked or however you do you do then they actually like that food because they've started to build up a tolerance for it and now they finally like it but it takes several times to get your child to that point So that's really tip two is learning how to create a beautiful, healthy snack board 
go and follow Weelicious. She's got some great snack boards on Instagram. And you can even type in snack boards on Pinterest and find some beautiful ones there. And then get a basket in your pantry labeled just for kids. Go grab my free snack board PDF and start stocking your, your cabinet with some of those foods. And then you'll put them right into that basket. You'll feel great. You'll tell your kids this is where you come when you're hungry. And they won't even have to bother you about snacks or them being hungry. They'll know right where to go and what to grab. But we've got to educate the kids of where the food is and what we want them to be eating instead of the junk. They're going to be surprised at first if they're used to seeing a lot of junk food in the cupboard and now it's not there. They're going to be a little bit mad at you for a while. Just know that that's natural and normal, but you're sticking to your guns here and your child, you know, their survival technique, their survival skill kicks in and they will eat these foods um, at some point. So just know they're not going to starve. I want to talk to you about rethinking the way that we feed our families. A study was done on several families from several different countries where they were given $500 to spend on groceries for one week. Now, the majority of those countries that are not influenced by the Western diet had a wide variety of fruits and vegetables spread out on their table because they were, they were showing in pictures what foods were purchased with this money. And so all these other countries and families had a lot of healthy foods. Now, some did not, of course, but the American family, can you guess what they purchased with their money? Now, the, I'm looking at the picture right now. And if you go grab that free snack board PDF, it's going to link you to a page where you can purchase this as a webinar, the series as a webinar, and you can see all of my slides and get a gluten-free guide and get a lot more handouts and things like that on this topic. But I want you to see this picture, so I want you to go get that, that webinar. It's only a $7 webinar, so if you pick that up, awesome. But this family here has pizzas, they have hamburgers, they've got Burger King, they've got McDonald's, they've got a lot of meats that are cheap and processed and conventional. They have a, a little stack of grapes and just a couple tomatoes and that's it for produce, maybe some celery there. They've got some beer, they've got a lot of chips and a lot of juice and the funny thing is, is most families would look at this and go, yeah, this is perfect. This is what we eat. This is our diet. But this is why we also have a, a huge increase in diabetes and obesity, diabetes and obesity in, in the United States. So we need to rethink the way that we're feeding our family and what we're buying at the store. It's very common to be at the grocery store, whether you're at Costco or any any grocery store that's not a Whole Foods grocery store type store and you'll see families load up their carts with all kinds of sugar loaded cereals and chips and drinks and sodas and that's really their staples and then they build out from there because this is what they know their kids are going to want to eat and of course their kids want to eat it the brain gets a huge hit of dopamine from those foods and so the brain says give me more of that and when parents see their kids eating food they actually do feel good that they're eating something, even though it's junky. And in my opinion, I would rather see my kid hit that survival skill of needing to eat healthy foods instead of just giving them junk to eat. And that's just my opinion. So take it for what it's worth. But this, this is really what I wanted to teach you today was learning how to stock your pantry, creating some snack boards, 
and rethinking the way that you feed your family. As I was coaching one of my dear friends who has a very large family, it's a blended family, she was struggling to feed her family clean, healthy foods. And as we gave her some ideas of how we could make it more convenient, she saw a huge turnaround in their behavior and health and even relationships. Coaching her as she was struggling with her oldest daughter was, was a huge gift to her and their relationship. So if you feel like coaching might be a good avenue for you if you're struggling in a relationship with one of your children or possibly a spouse or you're just struggling figuring out how to navigate all this health and wellness and get healthy meals on the table, let's do some coaching calls together. So just go to healthcoachheather.com and check that out. I wanna give you one last tip here before I leave you. And this tip is to stop eating out. You need to ask yourself, how often do I stop fast food? What percent of your meals are convenience meals, microwave dinners, box dinners, packaged and frozen foods? And how often does your child nag you to take them through a fast food place? So we've gotten our kids so used to saying, I wanna go to Chick-fil-A, take me to McDonald's, but we wanna get away from that and we've gotta stop eating out so much. I like to see my clients get to a place where they're cooking 80% of their meals at home and eating out the other 20 and maybe even getting it to 90% home-cooked meals. That way you know exactly what ingredients are in your food and what you're feeding your kids, and you're healthier and you're saving money, money and calories, which everybody wants to do. So go for that, go for the, the home-cooked meals and stop eating out so much. So you're not gonna like me for this if you're not a person who likes to cook, but we've gotta get you back in the kitchen, mom and dad. Not only will you save, you know, like I said, save the money, but you'll save the calories too. You're gonna feel good eating. And as you cook with love and you take time to do it, you'll start to enjoy it more. So it's time to teach yourself even how to meal prep so your lifestyle can become convenient so you're not in the kitchen as long and you're not cleaning up as much throughout the week. And if you can learn to do a nice meal prep on a Sunday afternoon and take maybe three hours out of that day, because it might take a good chunk to put some stuff in the crock pot and in your Instapot and maybe roast up some vegetables, you'll want to always consider when you're meal prepping to have a vegetable, a protein, and a starch. Okay, so any kind of vegetable, any kind of starch would be like your quinoa, your rice, your sweet potatoes, some rolled oats, couscous, farro, anything like that. And your protein, of course, chicken, turkey breast, some grass-fed beef, pork, bacon, eggs, you know, whatever, however you want to do it. But we meal prep so that your lifestyle can become convenient. And these can be just grab and go things throughout the week. And really, it's a burden off you. You don't have to run to the store to get food. You don't have to run through a drive-through. You've got everything in nice little containers in your fridge, grab and go, and no stress on you. Make these two things a priority each week and every week, and you'll see some massive, massive changes. So cooking at home and meal prepping promise you, your kids will really start to eat cleaner when you're doing that. And talking about meal prepping, let's teach you how to pack a healthy lunch and not lunch that comes in packages, sending our kids to school with fruit snacks and fruit roll-ups and juice boxes. But let's really consider what we're putting in our kids' lunchbox. It can be something simple like, like a taco soup from the night before or 
how about some popcorn and uh, some leftover meat and some cherry tomatoes, maybe some dried mango and some walnuts. We could get some peanut butter and some pita bread, some cheese and apples, some grapes, some boiled eggs, and really just teach our kids to eat real whole foods and pack that in their lunch. Now, at first they'll come home and the lunchbox might still kind of be full and you're gonna be upset a little bit, but as you learn how to navigate that and teach your kids to eat this way, and I'm not, I'm not above bribing, bribing, which we'll talk about later on as well, then this is really a good idea, okay, to just really learn how to pack that healthy, clean lunch. And you can get some great ideas from me, which I post every week on my Instagram channel, Health Coach Heather. There are spaces between my name there. So go look for me on Instagram, and you'll see some amazing healthy school lunches. All right. That's all I've got for you for today, you guys. Um, just want to wish you the best. We're going to go through tips four and five next week in this series, but I'm rooting for you, mom and dad, because I want you to really succeed at this clean eating stuff. And as you train yourself to eat this way, it gets easier and easier for your kids to follow your example. So it really does start with you. If you feel like you're a soda addict and your child always sees you drinking soda, maybe we got to rethink that. Maybe we got to get you off that first and start drinking a lot more water because you're going to feel great for one. The energy will come back. The headaches will go away, I promise you, Um, but it's the example you get to set for your kids. All right, so with that, head on over and grab that free snack board PDF in the show notes today, and thanks for listening. I'll catch you next week with part three of how to win the battle with your picky eater. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey, if you love this episode, stay tuned for next week's episode, part three of how to win the battle with your picky eater. I've got some goodies coming up. You don't want to miss it. So be sure to come check that out. Also, Don't forget your freebie in the show notes above, the free snack board download. Come on over to Instagram, Health Coach Heather, and Facebook, Health Coach Heather. Let's be friends on social media. Talk to you later. Have a great week.